podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Season 2 of the Road End Podcast. Each episode, we will speak to a new guest, get to know them and hear their stories about Liverpool Football Club. Courtney, welcome to the pod. How are you doing? Not bad, fine. Yeah. Good to have you on. Yeah, good. good. Thank you. I know you as a, let's say, a content creator, I'd say. Is that the title that you want? Yeah, definitely. I don't like when everyone goes influencer. I'm like, no, I am definitely not an influencer. Oh, so what what got you into doing the um content creating then? Um, well, originally I've always had a passion for photography, and then slowly that went. It was like I was watching people on YouTube, mainly more travel stuff, which is completely different, obviously, to what I tend to do. And I always had like a passion of I wanted to start filming alongside photography, and then. It just happened by coincidence that as COVID started, suddenly for with the football stuff I'd posted on my Instagram originally, that just started growing and growing. And then from there, I went on to do lives once I was back in Liverpool on Instagram and then ended up growing into YouTube to sort of make it a bit more permanent than just me randomly walking around Anfield every other day. I've seen your clip. The reaction ones are very funny, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. I think um, the penalties off last season, especially the Simicus one, that's like, them penalties are probably the best reactions I've ever seen uh, from myself to oh. anything I've watched. What kind of like response do you get online? So there's Irish lads coming over and they're doing, let's say, live snippets and TikToks and all these things while I'm just going on. Yeah. How's your reaction been when you do stuff like this? Um, I've never really had anything negative. I've had probably one moment where... Genuinely, it's like the, the derby. I always remember because it's the only one I've had. It's the derby last season. And anyone who's been to a derby or a big game at Anfield knows if you stood at the back of the cop, there's probably an extra few hundred people at the back that shouldn't necessarily be there. <laughs> um, but like I said, like it is really hard to see if you're in one of the back corners. And something had gone on and everyone around me was like, what's going on, what's going on? And none of us knew. So I went, hang on a minute, let me just lift my camera up for a second and I can see over everyone's heads then. So I'd done that and this woman within, like I'd literally had it up for five seconds, was about to pull it down anyway and she just went like that on my arm. And I turned around and was like, what? And she was like, I can't see what's going on. And I was like, you can't see it anyway. That's why I'm doing it. And she was like, oh, well, we've all paid the same. And I'm like, okay. I just turned around and my mate was like, what was her problem? And when I told them, like, even people that didn't know me at the game was like, what's her problem with it? Which was nice to see that other people had me back. But I think she was just a bit of a Karen, to be honest. And because it was still nil-nil at this point, I think she wasn't too happy and was like, I'm going to take it out on the first person I can. But genuinely at the match, it's quite a good reaction. Um, usually you've got people going, oh, what are you doing? Or... Like asking about it, I think the difference is with me. Like I know which ones you're on about with the Irish, like doing TikTok and that. Is I'm not really speaking about the game as it's mm-hmm. going on. I'll sort of save that for half time and that. And when I'm holding the camera, I'll be holding it about here, so it's I can still see over it. And if anyone's ever looked at me at the game, they've seen like I'm not like this at the camera. I'm like yeah. looking over the top of it. So it's not a case of I'm not putting me energy or attention into the game. I'm still there instead of being on my phone talking to it sort of thing. Obviously, you've seen the reaction in the last week or so. Yeah. Um, 
there's people who are struggling to get tickets all over the place for like probably one of the biggest games of the season, yeah. if not the last few. It's it, you know even I was struggling for it. I didn't get it until the night before. So that's it. And then you yeah. get people getting given tickets, which fair enough. If you're getting given a ticket, maybe you're taking out, you so but to then sit there and not watch the match, to then just look into the phone. I think that's what winds people up. Yeah, definitely. I think for me it was sort of, and I even tweeted about it, I was like, you can't just choose to suddenly come over for the biggest game when for them it is a job sort of thing. And for me, I was a bit like, if that was me and I was in a privileged position where this was now like my full-time job sort of thing, it was more important for me in some ways with the money side of things. And I'd be like, I'm going to go as much as I can sort of thing because not only is it going to help you you're going to have the money to yeah. be able to afford it a lot more because anyone that goes the game whether you're doing content creating or not knows how expensive it is to go week in week out sort of thing and for me to see people like that get tickets and then not others it was it just wasn't right and then obviously you hear on the day that the tickets going for 800 quid and you're like I'm on someone's going just to talk on the phone and not and I've seen some of the clips where they are talking on the phone and it wasn't the most positive of stuff at times, which mm. it wasn't a great game, but still while you're in the moment and the game's still going on, I always, and I think most people are, are around me when I'm there, try to be positive because you're like, we've still need to get behind the team and yeah. see if you can at least get maybe a goal back and if not more. But yeah, for me sitting there and being negative at the game while, while it's going on just isn't it? No, I'm, I'm with you. The best games that I can remember going back over the years uh, are the games that no one has all this, like, phones and all this stuff. And I don't, I sound about 50 then, I'm only 32. Um, yeah. <laughs> but... I started going at 12, and even then, I can never remember, like, anyone really having their phones out, sort of thing. Um, and that was only, like, 11, 12 years ago now. Yeah, and this is, by the way, this isn't me preaching saying people shouldn't have the phones. Oh, no. And it's none of that. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is... It's sad, so it isn't me. Yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah, and, you know, make memories, take them on with you, great. Yeah. I'm just saying, and this is my argument for it, I didn't even know I was going to get into this, but I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my thing on it is, if you're going to come to match, enjoy the match and be in yeah. the moment, like you said, the moment is, like, the, the main thing, isn't it? Um, if you do your job either, perfect, but do us a favour try not to wind people up on social media about it because I feel like if you want to be, let's say, accepted in the ground yeah. because there's all sorts of trouble on social media, then don't wind people up, especially people who are struggling to get tickets because I've been going the game for years and this season I've struggled like mad. It's it's crazy. Yeah. And when I see people take advantage of that opportunity, it just winds me up. Yeah, I definitely felt like it was a bit of a brag. And like you said, I, I've found this season, especially the last few weeks, it's actually been harder than last season I get tickets for and I think that is just because obviously everything's now reopened with COVID like rules and that but yeah when I saw the stuff on Twitter it was definitely a bit of a, um, a brag and I, the people that I see that do filming week in week out like me at the match no one ever brags and like that they go in the game but it's also you see in their videos they're putting all their effort into the game yeah they're filming at the same time but I think once you're doing it long enough, you sort of get a skill where you can film but not be paying attention to what you're filming sort of yeah. thing. Um, and I've done that a few times and then looked at the camera and it's not being recorded. So that proves <laughs> how much of the game I get when I'm there. <laughs> so obviously you mentioned about the response you get when you're in the ground. What's it like when you post online? Because 
I've started doing like TikToks and stuff of pods and interviews I've done and little snips just to get people involved and stuff. And you don't have to get some negativity. So I find that as a man, it's it's quite difficult to read it. But I also see like as a female, I've spoke to people like this in the past. They feel like women shouldn't have an opinion on these things. So what's what's it like for you? For the main part of it is very positive, which yeah. is pretty good. Um, but usually it's like I'll tweet something and people will be like, "Cause I'm a woman, I can't joke about the footy." It's like yeah. last, like earlier this season, Nunes doing the VAR um, Connor Cody. I just tweeted going as a joke. Oh, he's already an absolute legend because he's already just come back from headbutting someone. Yeah. And the amount of people that were like, they just weren't happy with what I'd said, and I was like, no one like sort of take a joke sort of thing. The main part of it is positive. The only real negativity I've had on like the YouTube side of things with being a girl doing it was actually turned out to end up being from another woman. Wow, really? really? Yeah, that was really weird. It was the like months and months after the game, it was the FA Cup final video. The commenters on and like anyone you'll do social media, be like, if you see a comment on something from ages ago, you're like, that's a bit weird what's that so I just read it and basically because I was showing off my Simicus top they were calling me the CEO of support in Liverpool because I fancied a player to which what my response was I didn't realise he'd been playing for 23 years for Liverpool and they were like, <laughs> I just put on as well I was like this is why like women don't want to get into football because and I just assumed it was a man because a lot of the time that is where it comes from if it's another female football supporter you sort of understand the stick each other gets and you sort of won't put that out there I just went this is why like girls won't do it because we have men commenting on stuff like this and you just reply going oh I'm a woman too and I was like so why are you doing it sort of thing and it is really weird how it can come from both sides the hate from the fact that you're just a girl that likes football sort of thing but like I said, luckily I've not had too much negativity from just being a girl that likes football. I'll be honest with you, when I when I see people doing like vlogs and stuff after games, and this is an exception for you and, and quite a few others to be fair, some of them can just be a fucking annoying. And yeah. that's that's the way I look at them and I think you're you're forcing it. Like you don't actually enjoy doing what you're doing. You yeah, like a yeah. lot of the YouTubers and a lot of people online, they just force things, don't they, for attention. Where actually enjoy yours because it's quite informative you, you actually show people about and you know there's actual meaning behind it and being a fan as well that helps not just the person turning up the match with a yeah camera, you know what i mean so i enjoy it so keep doing what you're doing it's uh oh, thank you. it's good it's good and you know i've seen your florida ones recently <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're about to end which is making me quite sad to be honest disney fan yeah, massive. If you couldn't tell, there's a bunch behind me over here. But yeah, that's like my two main passions is like going on holiday to Florida and the football. It's, if you go on my YouTube, it's a mix of recommendations that are football or Florida. So, How many times have you been to Florida? Oh, um, I want to say about it's either six or seven times now. Um, Any jobs with your dad? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been, I've been once with my dad and then um, when my mum and dad split up, I went then with my stepdad and my mum and then we had my little brother so then it was like, oh, we need to take little brother along yeah. and then we took him and then basically on that trip, the whole family felt like 
back in love with being there so it took us a few years but we ended up making it a point then that every two years as me and my brother were growing up we're going to try and go back each time so so where can people find your vlogs all my vlogs are on youtube under courtney underscore navy but you can just type in courtney lfc and i find that brings it up most of the time as well let's talk about your love for liverpool basically um you've obviously explained how you do your vlogs and why you do your vlogs so as a club I always ask, well, I don't always ask this question, but I like asking this question because it's it's nice to dig in a bit. Um, what does it mean to you to be a Liverpool fan? I think for me, it means family, basically, just because, one, my whole family has always been red and it's sort of like big occasions always seem to follow like football offence. So it would always be like if it was someone's birthday, you'd be talking about the match that was coming up the next day yeah. or something like that. But then also family in the sense of no matter where you go, there's always a Liverpool fan there and you'll always seem to find each other. Very similar to we've always found in Scousers no matter wow. where you go. But it's like we go on holiday, like like said, to Florida, but also we go to Greece and that. And you wear your Liverpool top and it was so funny this, like last year, we're in Greece and everyone's singing the Simica song to us or shouting <laughs> at us down the street asking if Simicus is on the back of our shirt and... I've had the same, I've been to Spain as a kid and you have the same there sort of thing. And it's like, no matter where you go, you sort of find a little bit of Liverpool there and you can like have the most random conversations with people you never expected to just because you all support the same club. Yeah, like you've said there, you can't go anywhere without a scouser, can you? It's like water to get everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so your room's like a shrine to LFC. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've seen your We're picture. Full of museum in the house. Yeah, I've seen your pictures online, signed shirts, trophies, pictures, everything. Have you got any space left? No, <laughs> like literally, um, it, all the LFC stuff started really with my dad because this has always been my room ever since uh, my nan passed away, it's been my room, but my dad sort of was like, he'd buy something LFC and he'd be like, I can go in Courtney's room. I'd come down, there'd be something. Like the first thing was he just surprised me with a Coutinho sign shirt because he'd got himself two sign shirts. Mm. He knew at the time my favourite player was Coutinho. He was like, I'm going to get Courtney there. But yeah, we're struggling for space at the minute. And my dad's even gone, we've got a Kenny Dagley framed shirt on the top of the stairs. Wow. Um, and my dad's on about moving it. And I'm like, where are you going to put it there? And he was like, in your room. And I was like, I've got no space. Like even the wall behind here, it's, there's a mirror and then there's a cardboard cut out of a lava bird behind it. And on the other side of the telly, there's a Jamie Carragher canvas signed. And I'm like, where's it going to go? And he's like, oh, but also my pre match rituals walking down the stairs and tapping it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it can't, can't go because <laughs> I'll, I'll be like, what do I do now? Okay. So talk to me about this season then. So I don't really talk about this season. Um, yeah, I don't think a lot of us are. Because it's, it's painful. Um, just when you think you're getting there, sort of like drops a bit. What are your thoughts on this season? Obviously, the start of it, I'd probably put down to injuries and fitness and mentality and a little things like that. But recent weeks seems to be a little bit better. Then we got mauled by Madrid. So what do you think so far? Like that Madrid game, I thought was the perfect sum up of showing how different we've been over this, like this season or last season. Last season, we played them very closely in the final and then, Flash forward to last Tuesday and it was just ridiculously different. I like I said, I do do think for me it is tiredness that like continuing on from the beginning of the season, not just physically but also mentally. It's like 
you couldn't have played any more football than you did last season. Then you go into this season and not only do you have the same in the beginning where you're playing every week, midweek, you then end up having a break where your biggest players are going off to the World Cup and have the stress and, like, again, mental side of being in a World Cup trying to fight for your country sort of thing. So I just think, like everyone's saying, the midfields we need to invest in. I think a lot more places this season have opened up where we need to get look there and maybe invest there. Like, I know we've brought in Calvin Ramsey as backup for Trent, but obviously he's only a young lad and it seems to be having a few injury problems. So you look there sort of thing. And obviously players that are aging and moving on over the next season or two. We need to look into them. But I am worried that we will spend a bit of money this summer, but then I think if we start having a good season next season, it'll sort of plaster over the issue. Like, personally, I think last season plastered over the issue because the season before then, like, again, was a season very much like this season. And it's just, it's one of those things you can't put a, a finger on exactly what's going wrong, but there seems to be, like, a few issues that we all seem to pick up on and then, we'll get one or two wins and we go, oh, actually, these issues might have fixed themselves and you haven't let yeah. it happen. The Derby in Newcastle, the biggest, the biggest example of that, aren't they? Yeah, and then you go even earlier the season, we beat Man City and everyone was like, we're back. And then that was when I went on holiday and I was like, I'm getting up at half six to go and watch the football. And it was like, I think it was a half seven kickoff over there in the morning or something. Yeah. And we went and watched it and that's when we played Forest. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like we were like this is going to be brilliant and then we went there and I was like no we haven't fixed any issues at all <laughs> what did you think of Palace you could see little bits of improvement um I was very shocked with that start on 11 though like yeah midfield for me I was just like okay we're going for Hendo Millie who's one of the oldest players and then Nabi who isn't the most reliable when it comes to injury and I think that then puts a doubt on them for going in for tackles because it sort of plays on his mind sort of thing but a lot of people are going on about him re- clock resting players for midweek or the weekend and for me personally I would have gone for the strongest side against Palace maybe played a bit better never know might have got that goal and then rested a few on Wednesday because we're at home, we've got the support behind us then and mm. hopefully that will make things a bit different. But yeah, it was just a boring nil nil game at the end. So there's not Shocked much more Yeah, it was boring. <laughs> Genuinely I think it could be possible that we draw lose against Wolves but then beat United because this season it seems to be against the bigger sides that are in better form we t- tend to turn up like Newcastle away Newcastle yeah. being absolutely on fire this season and I know they'd had a bit of drop of form before then but they've been phenomenal from what they were the seasons before and then obviously we played well against Man City so I genuinely think the United game might be the better game for us result wise but you never know where it was at this season we are now going to do a quick fire round with our guests this could be very controversial. Well, let's move on to the last section, the quick fire round. You've just got to answer with your honesty, basically. Quick questions, no thoughts into it, no our feelings, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> Timacus or Robbo? Oh, Timacus. <laughs> <It's got laughs> Why? I do love Robbo, but 
I, I think I have a very similar sense of humour, a simicus. Like just anyone who hasn't met him, explain that. Me meeting him. Mm. So Hotel Anfield like launched his clothing line just before Christmas. And um, luckily, I have a very good relationship with Hotel Anfield and they'd sort of pre-warned me about it, which I'm glad they did because I think if I found out a week before, I would have been freaking out a little bit and <laughs> my nerves would have been all over. But yeah, basically, um, I ended up getting a ticket for that, which you basically just bought an item of clothing and the proceeds go to the Owen McRae Foundation as well, which I thought was a really nice touch because it's a local charity. And yeah, you got to meet... Simicus, but also John Aldridge was there, which was pretty cool because I know him off working on the mural, so it was nice to see him. And yeah, it was a bit nerve wracking going up because then I was allowed to stay in the room afterwards, so I could just sit to the side and have a drink and sort of have a catch up with everyone who works with Hotel Anfield, which was nice. But then it was also a bit like surreal me turning around and my favourite players just in the corner of the room, and I'm like. All that was going from head. I was like, please don't say you've seen any of my posts on Instagram. I don't want you to know I've got your top. I don't want you to know me reaction to your penalty. <laughs> like, please don't say you've seen any of that. But no, he was honestly, he was really lovely. You saw it with like all the kids and that that were going off to meet him and that. And he was, he'd put the name on the caps for them and then sign it. Or like, it was just it was lovely. And he'd sign anything you brought in, which was nice. That's cool, isn't it? Steven Gerrard or Jordan Henderson? Gerard all the time as, as well with me I do love handout but with me being from up north and being more Newcastle sided the Mackham in my head like that side of it I'm just like still it's got Gerard scouser over a Mackham any day if you got you got Jordies in your family yeah my stepdad and technically my little brother but he does go scouse now and again which is quite funny <laughs> if you could live anywhere where would it be and why I think I've got a, a, the answer out of the year I used to say Orlando, I did, but since moving back to Liverpool, I've sort of realised, I think, say I won the lottery tomorrow, I'd still stay in Liverpool, but I'd probably just travel a lot more than what I'd do at the minute. Good answer. The new Liverpool kits or the retro ones, because I've seen you in the retro ones as well. Retro ones. I do like the new ones. I'm not someone who hates on the new ones, but I don't think you can be like retro 90s Adidas kit. Okay. American food or English? American. What meal? Um, boneless buffalo wings, which I've actually had today and I had them yesterday as well. From where? So I cooked my own today and then yesterday I got them at TGI's. But like my go-to happy meal. What a way to end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for today. Um, oh, thanks for joining the pod. And, you know, good luck with the content creating. Enjoy what you're doing. So, yeah, oh, keep, keep it going. Thanks to everyone for listening in to today's podcast and thank you to our amazing guests. Without them, this wouldn't be possible. Don't forget to follow us on social media, twitter.com forward slash the road end pod and on Instagram, Instagram slash the road end pod.